This is the K-12 Engineering Education Podcast for September 26th, 2016. I'm Pius Wong, your host today, together again with mechanical engineer Southern Satyasilan, who also develops engineering curricula for high school. Southern was educated in both India and the USA, and I wanted to ask him, how do you think engineering education in the U.S. compares to the experience in India? What was your background in engineering education? How did you become an engineer? Hmm. Okay, good question. So I, I'm a science enthusiast. I love science. That's physics was my go-to. That's what I love. Even as a kid. Yeah, since like early childhood, I guess. I loved physics, the hands-on, like practical things. And, uh, I joined mechanical engineering because that seemed to be the most related to physics. And then I joined masters in mechanical engineering. But the education part did not actually come from engineering. It kind of came from uh, uh, other background that I have, mostly has to do with uh, training people on, uh, let's say, team building work. So I, I just love teaching people. And science is a passion for me. So I kind of came into engineering education. As a kid, did something draw you to mechanical engineering specifically, or was it just like, that's a connection to physics and that was it? Well, yeah, I mean, you, you, when you're a kid, you don't know what mechanical engineering is. I didn't know what engineering was till I finished, you know. That sounds very similar to the U.S., yeah. so that's something in common. Yeah, the, the all engineers share, I guess. Would you say that that was true for other engineers in India? Hmm, yes. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't generalize it to everyone. But I would, I would definitely generalize it to the most of the population. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason why I wanted to speak to you about this topic was that we know from a lot of research, as you know, a lot of the STEM graduates or the, a lot of the STEM professionals who came out of the U.S. educational system, half of them come outside the U.S. There are a lot of foreign-born engineers here. That I totally agree. Yeah, and in fact most of them are Chinese and Indian uh -huh. and yes. I happen to be Chinese American and you happen to be Indian. Indian, yeah. Indian, Indian. It's very interesting that you would say that even in India not all young people know what engineering is. But uh, you gotta consider that for these both places the population you need to take population into account. We both have more than a billion people on the in each country and also one of the main setups for uh jobs, career is engineering. Hmm. So it, it makes sense why so many people are in engineering even without knowing what it is because it's kind of like a, it's just a way forward. So it sounded like even though you didn't know what mechanical engineering was or maybe even what engineering was specifically, you still knew that it was a way to make money. It was a way yes. to progress in life. Yes. And I think, at least for me, I think that American kids kind of have that general sense as well, but they don't go pursue that education, and yet lots of Indians and Chinese and other people do. Hmm. So in my head, I'm wondering what's the difference. Okay, so uh, this is the difference that I see. Okay, and this is also, um, there is a, uh, I mean, so when I started my master's degree here, yeah. They were literally doing the orientation part. Uh, so, uh, there was a huge hall and 
more than 70% of the people there were Asians, like from the East. Right. This was so, grad school? This is a grad school, like engineering grad school. And when I started grad school, when we had our first, um, you know, we had a group meetings, when we have a get together, when you first start them, you see that there's very, very, very less number of uh, Americans themselves. And this is the reason why I found out. The reason being, um, there's a huge difference in the pay scale um, between jobs in the East and jobs in U.S. or any of the Western regions. There's a huge difference in the pay scale when it comes to engineering. Right. Roughly, um, an Indian uh, with this undergrad would make one-tenth of what an engineer here wow. would make as an undergrad. Wow. So one of the main reasons why most people from Asia, and I think India at least, come here is for a better opportunity, for you know, a better career. And also, like, they have much better schools here, um, grad school, also undergrad to some extent. Hmm. Here, an undergrad makes as much money. So, and if you have a master's degree, you pretty much make the same money. So there's n- there's not much incentive uh, in terms of monetary wise for undergrads here to go for a master's degree, uh, unless you're actually very very passionate about the subject. Right. So you're specifically talking about grad school, by the way. Yes. So that's interesting because the research says that at least for Indians studying in the U.S. for STEM degrees, there are very very few undergrads from India coming here, but there are lots and lots of grad students. And so that what you say matches that, 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 that fact. Yes, yes. It's a little bit different for Chinese people, apparently, because mm-hmm. now there's this surge in Chinese undergraduates, not just in STEM, but all over. Um, part of that is because, I guess, China is also, uh, money's a factor. China's mm-hmm. middle class is growing, and so they want to go out and get outside the pressure of going to Chinese mm-hmm. universities. And so the U.S. is an option. Yeah, but it sounds like money is a driving factor in both those countries. Economy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would say so. I would say here, I, I saw exactly what you saw. I mean, you go to grad school, and yes, I'll, half of, of my colleagues, are, more than half, are definitely international students. And yeah. and uh, even in industry, you would see a lot of people who are foreign-born, and they're perfectly capable, great engineers, but, but you wonder why there are so few Americans around. Yep. But maybe money is the issue. Maybe we would you say that... If we paid Americans uh, even more money as an engineer, that would attract more Americans to study engineering? Uh, I think for Americans specifically, the money that they make as an undergrad is is more than enough compared to the rest of the society. So I think the only drive from that point would be it cannot be monetary alone. It has to be something more. What do you think some of those things are? Well, the action, uh, passion for the subject. Yeah. That would be a huge, uh, uh, incentive. And also, I think, uh, a little more emphasis on entrepreneurship where they're not forced to do a job that, that they do not like, like, you know, oil or anything. Right, they, right. They do not want to do, but they're forced to do it because that's where the money is. Yeah. If you give them a different choice of, okay, you don't have to do that, uh, spend a couple more years, get a master's degree and you can do these huge open up something else would be an amazing so what's interesting is that you used to ta a class uh, at the university for undergraduate engineering students and you saw firsthand uh, yep that's where this (laughs) comes from that a lot of a lot of students were just studying engineering and going into some field that maybe they didn't want to go into because it made money i mean that's that's the job they could get that's and they took it 
what parts of your education in India do you think would translate well to the U.S.? That wouldn't be in engineering. That wouldn't be in engineering schools. Okay. That would be uh, in the middle school, high school level. Yeah. yeah. That's where it would be. What did you experience in your middle school levels that... So, uh, the education is just a lot more intense there uh-huh. uh, compared to what, what I see here. Here, uh, I know people who, who chose not to do physics when they were, uh, like high school. That's so right. High school I, I think in, like, in some like, states, like Texas, yes, I think so. I, I personally think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe that's the reason why we don't have enough, <laughs> we don't have enough engineers here. Uh-huh. But I don't see why they should have a choice at least till they finish high school. Yeah. yeah. And then they can choose what they want because some subjects needs to be taught as a, as a compulsive education. And you would say that's true even if you don't become an engineer? Yes. Okay. I think, uh, I personally think that uh, everyone should learn physics till they finish uh, high school. Yeah. Physics, chemistry, math, biology, or computer science, any of that. Yeah. A combination of that. You can, uh, that's that's sign, being scientifically literate pretty much. And I know you have a lot of friends who are still in India and they are engineers or they, they work in IT now. You, had told me before. Yeah. Is that the trend? I mean, where do Indian engineers end up working? Mostly IT. Okay, so um, very similar to here, there is like hierarchy of schools. There's like the top tier uh, universities, and then there's like middle universities, and there's like bad universities. Except the bad ones are really, 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 really bad, and the good ones are really, really, really good. Um, the gap is huge, unlike American universities. Um, here, I don't see that much of a gap uh, in the quality of education. There is a gap, definitely, but not as much as uh, Indian universities. There's at least 10 times the magnitude in terms of the quality of education. Uh, and what do you mean by that? Like the people who graduate they ju- at these top-tier schools, they get better jobs, they know more. Like, what does that mean? They just have a um, more holistic uh, education because they have access to better teachers. That would be my first point. Teachers who are, who are actually uh, professors who actually are into engineering yeah. versus professors or teachers who are teaching engineering because it's a job for them. So there's a huge difference between that. Interesting. So uh, there are literally professors. I'm doing double codes of my hands yeah yeah uh so they are i, I would <laughs> under no no circumstance would i ever consider them professor when it comes to the, what they know except mm-hmm. for the title and then so what aspects of the u.s education system that you've seen because you've you've been in grad school here what aspects of the u.s system are great okay this yeah. is like a great point and this is also one of the main reasons why most a lot of people come here for higher education yeah because um here Professors treat you as an equal, which is a huge deal. And they know what they're talking about. One, they are uh, they are being in the field. They learn it. It's not just there. Maybe some people do it as a job, but for the most part, it's not just a job for them. They're passionate about the subject, and they're always at the edge of what's happening in terms of research. They're always researching new things. They're always looking to expand and you know the knowledge that they have, and also like impart it on it. That is interesting yeah. because since the U.S. system is how it is and money isn't necessarily driving everything, the people who make it to the top of their schools and their the professors, they really love what they do or they wouldn't yes. be there. It's a, it's a cultural phenomenon compared to uh, 
India. And I'm sure there are those professors in India as well, yes. but you're saying that there are probably a lot of lower tier schools where it's just a job? Yes. Where if you have an undergrad and you go to a two-year two master's degree in Indian university, you can become a, become like a lecturer, like immediately. That's a job option people yeah. have. Then what other aspects of your, of the Indian education system for engineering could be improved? So what one thing I'm, I'm, one thing I'm certain about is, uh, that you cannot completely change the Indian education system because, um, there's a lot of external factors that come into play. And one of the, one of the reasons why IT is a huge industry is because of the economy it brings us. Right. And also manufacturing. Right. So you cannot just, just, Take them away because uh, when IT people employ engineers in India, they're not really employing uh, us for uh, what engineering you know. It's just about can you learn programming. Right. Pretty much that's where it comes down to. So they have their own six to ten months of training before they put you on a project in, in the big IT companies. So that's where you learn all the programming. So everything you learn to that point is it alone. That's interesting because I've heard that being said about the engineering degree in the U.S. as well, that mm. the engineering degree is becoming the new liberal arts degree. What, yes. Because how, yes, yeah. how the liberal arts degree used to be the generic degree that you mm -hmm. would get to prove that you could learn. It seems like engineering is not going to be that. And I wonder if... <laughs> engineering is just some kind of badge of, of knowledge now. I think that's where it is now. I mean, that's also a reason why people come here to do their masters. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I don't think 20 minutes is enough to actually no, no, sit in detail not. and yeah, talk yeah. about what's different between these two. They're completely different yeah, yeah. cultures, a completely different history. You yeah. Know? What I do believe is, uh, usually the trend of Indian, uh, Indian mindset is they tend to follow West, they're being more westernized. So in a way, uh, the Western culture is leading the world because people follow us, follow them. So I think it's a responsibility, uh, for the West to improve in anything that they can do so that everyone can follow that. They need to be more models. Yeah. That would be a perspective, uh, where I'm coming from. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. One of the basic things that we teach in our own engineering curriculum, uh, that we put out to high schools is that benchmarking is super important. There you go. Yeah. And I think that today's talk is kind of related to that. Yeah. We want to see how everyone else teaches engineering and we can hopefully pull the best stuff from everyone. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, Pius. We'll talk to you again soon. Will do. So what do you think? If you've experienced engineering education inside and outside the U.S., let us know your perspectives on all this. You can connect to this podcast on Facebook, iTunes, SoundCloud, and other media to send us a message. Check out the podcast website for all the links, k12engineering.net. If you're on iTunes, I would love it if you rated and reviewed the podcast. Shout out to Zach for doing the first one that I saw. And if you're on Reddit, check out the new subreddit, slash engineering education. Finally, if your colleagues would like these episodes too, please let them know about the show. The views expressed in this podcast are our own, and they are not necessarily the opinions of any schools, companies, or other groups with which we might be connected. Our opening music comes from School Zone by The Honorable Sleaze, and our closing music is from Late for School by Bleep Tour. Both are used under Creative Commons attribution licenses. 
Thanks for listening, and please tune in again.